Welcome to an episode of Above the Game Podcast. Above the Game gives the listener an internal perspective of faith through the lens of sports. Above the Game will feature coaches and athletes from our communities all over Southeast Missouri and beyond, sharing how faith in Jesus Christ has impacted their lives within athletics. It will also give a platform for coaches and athletes to express their faith and connect on a spiritual and personal level with others in the field pursuing a relationship with Jesus Christ. This podcast will be available on different digital platforms. We're so thankful for another avenue to share the gospel, to lead every coach, every athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church. You can email us at abovethegamepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Above the Game Podcast. Also on Instagram and Twitter, at FCA Above the Game. Now, let's jump right into this next episode. Hey, 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 welcome back here at Above the Game. We're excited to jump in and explore the Word of God today uh, concerning winning at home through prayer. You know, we've been on our, our last episode was on the power of prayer. And uh, today we're excited to be uh, recording, continuing this topic and bringing to you um, what we would call the core four of prayer, core four of prayer. I'm your I'm your host, Vip, and our co-host is Coach. Coach, how you doing over there? I'm doing good. Awesome. Awesome. Ready? Another Ready? Another talk, day, talk man. Prayer today is going to be good. It's going to be good, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, and uh, it's um, it's one of those topics that if you've been in the coaching platform very long, you know that it is important to take things serious at home. Um, yes, we're expected to win on the floor, on the court, on the field, um, but with the Lord, the Lord expects us to win at home. Uh, first. And um, so we want to talk about that today. How do we do that? And so we want to stay on the topic of prayer and uh, and just jump right into what the Lord has. So uh, before we do that, we want to also acknowledge our partners that partner with Above the Game podcast and just, um, just allows us to be able to go further and deeper um, because of, of just connecting and partnering with us here, whether it be financially or whether it be through prayer, because um, prayer is is important, and we're going to talk about the day, the power of prayer. So I want to take a time out and just acknowledge our partner today. We'd like to take a moment and thank our partners at Casco for helping us fulfill the mission of sharing the gospel to every coach, every athlete in Southeast Missouri. All right, all right. We're thankful to be here talking about the core four of prayer. We recently just had a, a coach's prayer breakfast and uh, coach, you did an amazing job, you and your wife and uh, all the team that was present that day. We got to cook, right? Me and me and Josh Mills was on the, mm-hmm. on the grill and uh, felt like we, we added to that. And uh, man, it was a great day. It was a great day. Got to meet some coaches and their spouses, their wives, their husbands. And um, there's a lot of amazing coaches right here in Southeast Missouri that are just, man, they're living for Jesus, they're expressing their faith, and uh, they're winning at home. They're winning at home, and that's that's what we're going to dive into today. And uh, 
Coach, what, what, do, you, what do you got to kind of introduce us here to the core four of prayer? Well, you know, we've got tried to, I think for a lot of people, I know like I would be in that boat. You're like, okay, you need to pray for your spouse. <clears throat> you know, and, and some people you may figure it out. You're going to kind of work through it. But like, what are some things that we need to think about as we are trying to pray for a spouse and, and try to make it into something that you could take and just kind of, you know, grab a hold of? Yeah. And the, and the four things are the four points, you know, pray out of humility and adoration. Pray out of repentance, pray with hope, and pray in Jesus' name. You know, and if you're kind of going through those four things, that can, like, guide your prayers for your spouse. You know, we can talk about more each here in just a bit, but that just gives you a framework and some principles to apply as yeah. I'm doing this to think about, like, what should this look like? You know, at the end of the day, what what things should I be including when I pray, and what should I be thinking about to make sure, I, you know, I'm praying for my spouse in the way I should be? Yeah. And how important is that? Because, um, and I'll just be transparent, you know, and, and, um, I'm probably, you know, I'm probably not the only one, but you know, we, I need to pray more with my spouse for my spouse, right. For my wife. Um, and that is something that only comes if we're intentional. And so really this topic of prayer that we've been on, it, it comes from a place of intentionality. Like we have to be intentional with praying for each other. Uh, we have to be intentional on setting aside time. Every one of our lives are busy. Every one of our lives are involved in many, many, many different things. Um, you know, if, if if you're married, if you have kids, if you're a coach, if you're, you know, whatever the case may be, we're busy. But but we cannot allow that. And I, I've found this in my personal life, in my personal relationship with the Lord. We cannot allow that to be an excuse, Right. We've got to set aside yeah. that time. Yeah, we were, <clears throat> Bible studies this morning, one of the guys in there just talked about this. Sometimes, you know, we know what to do. And it's not that we don't want to do it. We get distracted. Yeah. You know, we just, you know, we have ADHD. Yeah. You know, we yeah. have amnesia. We just forget what, yeah. what it is we're supposed to be doing because we allow, <clears throat> you know, a shiny object to distract us. Mm-hmm. You know, all kinds of things. and. Or even to go back to, you know, Stephen Hovey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, put first things first, you know, and <clears throat> he had this analogy, you know, and I think most people have heard it at some point. Um, you know, I think he was one of the first ones to do it, but talked about putting your big rocks in. Oh, yeah. And the analogy he would do is he was taking a bucket. How could I fill this up with these rocks, big rocks, smaller rocks, <clears throat> gravel, sand, and, and water? Yeah. You know, and then he starts, you know, if I put the water in first, now I can't get something. You put the sand in first, you can't get the big rocks. And I think for us as, as men, we got to decide, you know, what are my big rocks? What are the things I got to make sure that are happening every day? And then second, the execution, that hard part is how do I make sure that I'm doing that every day? Yeah. Leading off with my big rocks. And I think this is one of those big rocks. <clears throat> Definitely one of those big rocks, right? A pillar, yes. <laughs> you know, a boulder, yes. you know, it's, it's got to fit in that. In, in there somewhere. Um, so how intentional are we going to be to make sure that fits in? So, man, let's jump into that first point, coach, and just kind of see where this goes. But the first point here of our core four here at FCA, core four of prayer, uh, pray out of humility and adoration, right? We can't do this in our own power. It's, it, it's got to be um, led by the Spirit of God. It's, it's, the Holy Spirit has to lead us into this. And so, the scripture that we we kind of 
referenced here is Second Chronicles 7.14. It says, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves, there's that word humble, humility, mm-hmm. and pray and seek my face, then I will hear from heaven, I'll forgive their sin, and I'll heal their land. Um, you know, praying out of humility is something where when I'm talking to the Lord, I'm not necessarily thinking about myself in that moment. I'm thinking about, you know, here, here we're talking about our spouse, right? We're, we're winning at home. Yeah. So, man, we're, we're praying for each other, whatever that household looks like, right? And, um, and, and it's, and it's about the team. It's about the unit. It's, it's about how strong are we together? And so coach. Yeah. I mean, and I think, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, um, you know, when we, when I started, like, you know, we started thinking about this stuff. It was an article that wasn't even a spiritual article, but it talked about they had done some data on, on someone that had prayed for another person. And they talked about how it affected not just the other person, but them, yeah. the person doing the praying, you know, cause I, I think it's really hard <clears throat> to not grow closer or care or, or want to be more unselfish when you are praying for your spouse every day. Yeah. You know, it's like that constant discipline and reminder, you know, and God changes your hearts. What I think happens. It, it does. Um, it, and that's exactly it. It, it. And that's what leads us right into to point number two of our core four, right? Pray out of repentance because as you're praying, you know, humility is going to lead you into repentance. It's going to allow you to recognize, you know what? I'm not perfect. Right. <laughs> There's, there's a lot of flaws that I bring to the table in this relationship. And so yeah. as we continue to pray out of, out of humility and adoration, you know, we're opening up our heart or in other words, we're approaching it with a tender heart. And we're saying, God, if there's, if there's anything in me that needs to be changed, if there's sin, if there's, if there's wrongdoing, if I've spoke words to my spouse or my family in a way that brings reproach, number one to you, but it puts separation or discord in my relationship at, at home with my spouse, then God forgive me. Right. Yes. And I think those first two go together so much. Like they going, do. going back to second Chronicles seven fourteen, when you read that, you know, God's talking to Israel at this time, you know, where he says that humble themselves and pray, mm-hmm. you know, seek and turn to me and I will heal your land. And if you think about what he's talking for them, healing their land is, is um, <clears throat> the fact that they're going to, you know, restore their right relationship, but healing their land also just talks about the fact that, that there's drought. Yeah. You know, there's pestilence, you know, and you think about that, how many, how many times, you know, in, in a marriage, like you hear those terms, Hey, we're just in the dry spell. You yeah. know, there's just a drought, you know, there's just, things aren't going well, mm-hmm. you know, and even in that, when you, you say, it says humble yourselves, but pray, seek and turn. I just think that goes right into that repentance. Yeah. You know, that just the fact that like, we, we, we are just so, we want grace and we love grace, mm-hmm. but sometimes we, we don't, we don't let that grace flow through us from God to other people. Yeah. Especially people that were around on a, on a, on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and I feel like for me personally, that's it is like, just, it's, it's not just a one-time thing where I say like, I'm saying, okay, I did this wrong. I'm sorry for that. It's just a constant state of like, Hey, and I'm sorry, but I know I'm going to do this again. Like, yeah. I know I'm not going to be perfect. Yeah. It's like a state of your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pray, seek, turn. Yes. You, you, you just said it. And I think that's important just to kind of, kind of reiterate that we pray, right? 
here we are. We're on the we're on the power of prayer. So we know prayer is something that the Lord not just expects us, but He desires us. He desires us to communicate our thoughts and our heart back to Him. Why? Because He desires that relationship. It's all about relationship. And so it leads us into into repentance. And that here here we have a scripture that I think is it's so important to hear this, but it says in first John chapter one, verse eight, nine, if we say we have no sin, we, we, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Come on. So, so it's, and what sticks out to me. Go ahead, yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, go. Yeah, in there. You're good. Well, is this something that you said on the last podcast? We were asking, you know, I, I brought up the question to you. How important is this to pray out loud? Yeah. You know, and when I, we kind of talked about like the first part kind of leads into your heart. But then it is important just to confess, confess to your spouse, to God, like, hey, this is really what I know I've done wrong. And I'm re- really sorry about that. Yeah. <clears throat> I think those words are important, like you said on the last episode, to express them verbally. Well, how... How does healing happen, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we're you know just to kind of narrow that that topic down with within the home, right? Because we're talking about winning at home. How does healing happen? Well, there's communication that has to happen first. In many cases, there's a confession that has to happen, right? Because there's something as yeah. God, as God reveals things, and <clears throat> yeah, you know. God is faithful and just. He's going to for, as we confess our sins to the Lord, he's faithful. He's going to forgive us. But how about that next step of saying, you know, to our, to our loved one, to our spouse, to our kids, right? Whatever the case may be, to openly confess maybe something that 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 wasn't right, that maybe is wrong. Um maybe our mm-hmm. approach, our perspective, what we've said, what we didn't say. You know whatever the case may be, but you know, it's it's that it's in that confession that healing can take place, and God can work, and God can operate and move, and ultimately get us closer to that that place of winning at home. Yeah, that's so good. <clears throat> that, that, and they, and it's almost like they go together because you can't have that true repentance, and you can't speak those words unless you have humbled yourself from the beginning. Yeah, it's like you know we put them in order one two but it's almost like they go they're intertwined they, they go they go together so much i feel yeah, like yeah they do <clears throat> so we pray out of humility and adoration we pray out of repentance and our third point here with our core four is we pray with hope so we are mm-hmm. consistently praying and as we consistently pray it changes us it changes us so as we pray for other people <clears throat> We think we think we're lifting up other people. We're asking God to do something in them when in reality God is doing something in us. Mm. <laughs> Ephesians chapter yeah. two, verse eight. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not on your own doing. It is a gift of God. It is a gift of God. So wow. When we pray with hope, we're praying with expectation. We're expecting things um, to happen, and we, we pray, you know, your will be done. We know we know, we want the Lord's will because he knows better, 
but we pray with hope in our heart. We know that God wants us to win at home. He wants a strong marriage. Mm-hmm. He wants us to be a good father, a, a, a good mother, um, whatever that case may be. God wants us to be winning at home. So we pray with expectation. We pray with hope and we pray consistently. And, that, and I'm looking at this and like now I feel like point three is taking one and two together because like that hope is a demonstration of our faith. Yeah. You know, in the, in for by grace, you have been saved through faith. You know, that having that faith in God is what gives us hope, you know, mm-hmm. and then it still goes right back to that humility, but this isn't something you can just do on your own. It's a gift of God. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, there's not something that you can just be like, you know what? I got to pray harder. You know, and I think sometimes that's the catch 22 is when coaching and competitiveness and you're in that environment, like everything's based on like, if it's not working, Hey, this is what we used to, we got to go harder. Yeah. I need to work harder. I need to compete harder, you know, and this is the one area where that, that doesn't work. Like you, you've got to understand like that faith comes from God. You didn't have anything to do with that. You've got to rely on him. Yeah. And I think that that shows that shows true humility when you get to that. It does, <clears throat> because ultimately, and if you can remember it, yeah, yeah. And you said it. You and said it earlier. Amnesia. Yeah, and and you said it earlier, and I think it it came up is we can't do this on our own, so we can't right. put that pressure on ourselves to to do everything that we, that we've already talked about, and it brings us to that that fourth point of the core four. We've got to pray in his name, in Jesus' name. Mm. And, and and really, what does that mean? Well, Jesus is interceding on our behalf for all parts of our life. We have the biggest, um, in, other, in other words, we, we have somebody cheering us on. And at the same time, we have somebody that's praying on our behalf to the Father. He wants us to win. He wants us to win at home. The Lord wants us to have a strong marriage. He wants us to be an amazing father. He wants us to be an amazing mother. And so he is He is cheering us on, and then he gives the open invitation to allow him to be the centerpiece of that win. Right? Yeah, that is, that is so good. Because, <clears throat> you know, as you're, as you're saying that, it's like we're wondering, it's like God is, Jesus is the one his blood yes. was shed for us, you know, and, and it makes me even go back to when you were talking about when you fell out of the tree, Yeah, you didn't know what to say. So you just said, Jesus, you say his name, like, because giving ourselves some grace that like, I, I know that I don't have the answer. I know you do though. Yeah. Like, I know you have, you have all I need <clears throat> to make this work. Yeah. And this is something that's important to you because if it wasn't, the Bible wouldn't tell us that, you know, as, as a husband, <clears throat> love your wife as Christ, you know, as Jesus loved the church. Mm. which is, you know, it's basically impossible to get to where he was, but, you know, our goal is to be closer to that. Yeah. But, you know, that's, we want to love our wife like Jesus loved the church, and and he's the one we have to go through for that to take place. Amen, man. That's good, Coach. Uh, That's good. And he's at the right hand of God. Yeah. You know, he's got to, like, he's the the go-to guy. Yeah. We all want to be the go-to guy sometimes, (laughs) and sometimes we forget. (laughs) That we have the ultimate go-to guy, like right there on speed dial. Come if on, we just we'll take the time to call. I'm think, you know, as you say that, my my mind's kind of kind of going some different places. But you know, 
we've all, you know, you know, here's here's the debate. Who's the greatest basketball player of all time? Well, you could go off. Well, we know that answer. Come yeah, on come on. So so when you, when you think of Michael Jordan, you know, the greatest finisher, okay? Let's just say who's the best finisher of a game in basketball that you can remember? Man, you wanted to get the ball in, in MJ's hands because you knew if he could mm-hmm. just get a shot or a look at the basket, man, he was going to seal the deal, man. <laughs> he was going to win the game. And I, I think if we can get to the point where we know that we are on a team with Jesus, and it's in that moment, he, he works in us and through us by his spirit. We know that. But when it comes down to the big things, man, he wants the ball. Like he wants, mm-hmm. he wants us to rely fully on him to get us through. And he's willing, right? He's mm-hmm. willing. And and Romans 8, verse 34. Listen to this. Man, this coach, this is so good. It's, it says this. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. But more than that, watch who was raised, mm. who is at the right hand of God, just like you said, and who indeed is in interceding for us. Like his attention is on us right now. Mm-hmm. He died specifically for every one of us to be able to come to the Father with a relationship through him, and then he intercedes for us. He's on our team, man. He's the greatest finisher the world has ever known. Wow. That's good. Praise yes. God. <clears throat> and there's no arg- there should be no argument on that one. No argument, man. Signed, sealed, no, delivered, he, man. Like done deal. Died, overcame death, raised, <clears throat> is at the right hand of God. Yeah. Like that's it right there. And he wants to intercede for us. Not yeah. just that he did that. But he said he has a desire to have a relationship with us. And he has a desire for us to have the same relationship with our wife or, you know, our spouse. Yes. You know, whichever way that, I mean, that is, that's just, I mean, that's life living abundantly. Yep. It sure is. You know, there's a Bible in as he said in John, like he came to give us life and give it more abundantly. And that's, this is, this is the process that, this is of, it. that he's, that he wants to take us on. Oh, wow. It's exciting. It's exciting, man. He wants us to win and we can win at home. We can win at home. But we got to rely on Jesus. We got to rely on Jesus. So, hey, those four points, we call them the core four of prayer. Pray out of humility and adoration. Pray out of repentance. Pray with hope. Pray in Jesus' name. Coach, you got any final thoughts? No, I I just love, I love the way this podcast played out, you know, just talking through that. Um, You know, and I think what's amazing, what in this journey for me, I don't know how it is for you, there's times like, you're trying to put stuff together and you're trying to come up with stuff to help other people. And then you're, you're putting things down and it's applying to your life. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like what we just said about when you pray for your spouse, you think you're doing something for your spouse. And what you find out is that was your heart and what you meant out. But then you realize how much it impacts your life and how much more it means when you're actually going back through it again. Yeah. I feel like seeing these four today, as we talk through them, it's just there, I saw them more clearly than I did the first time that we you know we put them together. So I think that's uh, hopefully that's for anyone. Every time you just as we keep studying, we keep learning. God just keeps revealing more things to us. I feel like. I think so too. I really do, and I'm seeing that seeing that played out um, in my in my personal life. 
right? Mm-hmm. He lo- the Lord loves to take us deeper, loves to take us deeper mm-hmm. and into and, and relationship with him, uh, relationship with other people. Um, and, and most importantly, with, with being on this topic, he wants to take us deeper in our relationships with our, with our spouses and with uh, mm-hmm. our, our, our children. And uh, he wants us to win a home. And that's what it's all about. Guys, it's been great today. Um, excited to be here on another episode of Above the Game. Uh, we'd like to thank you for connecting. Uh, man, if this has blessed you in any way, man, just like, share, um, tell other people about Above the Game podcast. Um, we, we just, that's why we do what we do. We want to get the message of hope and the message of the gospel to as many people as possible. Um, and we do that with the help of our partners. And we want to say thank you. So God bless you. And uh, we'll talk to you um, next week. God bless you. Hey, thanks for connecting again today. Um, Just a reminder, our mission here at Above the Game is to reach every coach, every athlete, with the gospel of Jesus Christ right here in Southeast Missouri. So however we can do that, we want to connect. Um, we want to partner. Um, if you are someone that's listened to our, our, our podcast and you would like to connect with us, please feel free to reach out by email above the game uh, podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to speak with you. Um, a lot of, a lot of neat things that are coming up this year. And we'd love to be able to have conversation about that. So, God bless you. Thank you so much. And we're just giving glory and honor to Jesus as we continue to do what he has called us to do. God bless. Thank you for connecting today on Above the Game podcast. We pray that you was able to hear something and maybe have a takeaway and add it to your game. These podcasts will be available on multiple digital platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Buzzsprout, and many more. We're so thankful that you were able to connect with us as we simply use this as another avenue to share the gospel, to lead every coach and every athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. You can contact us once again through email, podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, and also our Instagram and Twitter account, at FCA Above the Game. Thank you so much. Until next week, God bless.